Chapter 6 of Chinook the Cinnamon Cub. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Chinook the Cinnamon Cub by Alan Shafi. Chapter 6 Mazama the Mysterious. Sometimes in the black of night, the cubs would be awakened by a weird, unearthly screech. But peer as they might from the mouth of their den into the shadowy woods, they could never see what manner of creature it could be. When they asked Mother Brown Bear, she said it would be better for them to watch and find out for themselves. Mother Brown Bear wanted them to learn to use their wits, for they were going to need them in their life of hunting and being hunted. Sometimes the cubs thought they saw two great round eyes gleaming at them in the moonlight, high up in the branches of a tree. Weird voice and gleaming eyes, that was their first impression of Mazama the Mysterious, whose hunting call startled every mouse till its trembling set the grasses waving and showed Mazama where it was hiding. One night, Mother Brown Bear decided to take Snooky and Chinook on a mousing expedition. Now the mice which were her favorite game were the stupid burrow mice who lived in tunnels underground and often destroy whole crops for the farmers. The forest floor is threaded with these tunnels, whose entrances are hidden beneath stumps and fallen logs or come out beneath overhanging rocks. And the moment danger threatens, into one of these tunnels they will pop and run and run away down underneath the sod. But a bear's sharp nose can smell a mouse even when it is hiding underground, and if he cannot catch it in the open, he can sometimes dig it out, though he has to be pretty spry because while he's digging, at one point the mouse may be running to some other branch of his tunnel. That night, Mother Brown Bear wasn't so anxious to catch mice herself as she was to teach the cubs. But those Snooky and Chinook raced joyously after every red-backed burrow mouse they saw, till they had chased them all into their secret tunnels, they caught not one of the fleet-footed fellows. And by and by, the great round yellow moon peeped into the pine woods. Suddenly, a weird, unearthly cry shivered through the air, and the cubs shrank, trembling against their mother. It was Mazama the Mysterious. "'Watch now,' whispered Mother Brown Bear. "'You'll soon find out what you've been afraid of.' Then, across the opening between the tall tree trunks, swept a gray shape as soundlessly as a shadow. It was nothing but a bird, a round-eyed barn owl, though with a beak as sharp as a scimitar and great curved claws like swords. A mouse came to the door of his tunnel right beneath the huge gray bird, and feeling as if the great eyes were upon him, made a dash for a better hiding place. But with one swift dart, the owl had set his beak in him and was winging his silent way to the limb of a tree where he held the mouse down with one talon while he ate him alive. And at the despairing squeak of his victim, every burrow mouse with an earshot told himself, Thank goodness I'm not in his skin. But because they had very little brains, they started right out into the open again to hunt their suppers, and the next thing they knew, Mazma had caught another one of them. While the three bears watched, he swooped again and again on his silent wings at the mice he could see so plainly with his great round eyes. So this, thought Chinook, was what had frightened him. Only a bird. There is nothing like looking a terror straight in the face. Just as Mother Brown Bear was ready to start for home, another terrifying sound pierced the stillness, and it was startlingly near. The sound came from behind them, and the breeze was in the wrong direction to tell them what it was. It was the screeching, cat-like voice that betrayed its owner. Is it Cougar? trembled Snooky. No. Come, and I'll show you who it is and Mother Brown Bear began circling till they could approach the newcomer with the wind in their faces. Chinook wriggled his nose inquiringly. It's a cat, even if it isn't cougar, he decided. Yes, it's a cat, 
but no one we need be afraid of. It's Patty Paws, the bobcat. He's a great mouser. Better watch him. You can learn a lot from the way he goes about it, Mother Brown Bear told them softly. He might catch us too, shivered Snooky, clutching at her mother with both arms. Not now that you've grown as big as he is. Is he a good fighter, Mother? asked Chinook. He can put up one of the best fights of any animal of his size, if his life or his kittens are in danger. But he never courts trouble, and he will leave you alone if you leave him alone. Huh, sniffed Chinook. I'll bet he isn't any better mouser than I'm going to be. Don't boast, said Mother Brown Bear. It would be better to watch and see how he does it. Is he a better mouser than Mazama? Watch and see, was all Mother Brown Bear would tell them. Once, when the ranger's boy had caught a glimpse of Patty Paws crouched along the limb of a tree, he had at first taken him for merely the largest and handsomest tiger cat he had ever seen. Pussy Pussy, he had called, ingratingly, wondering how a house cat came in to be in the woods. <sighs> had hissed Patty Paws, leaping away to another tree. Then the boy had seen how his tail was bobbed and his ears pointed and how large his paws were, how wildly his yellow eyes gleamed. You're certainly not very friendly, thought the boy, but I suppose it's because you're afraid. You're trying to frighten me with all that hissing. At first, the cubs could only see that something moved stealthily, body held close to the ground, through the shadows of the tree trunks. Then, as the big cat pounced on a mouse, they could see that he was a handsome, tawny fellow with spots on his sides. Then Mazuma gave another screech. The bobcat answered with an angry yowl. Keep out of my hunting grounds, he yelled at Mazuma, and began sniffing about till he discovered a big mouse hole. Crouched there, ready to pounce the minute its tenant showed its face. His attention was distracted by another mouse, who ran across the open, and with one leap he was upon it with a pitiless barbed paw. But Mazuma had also been after that mouse, and the same instant Paddy caught it by the tail, the great owl snapped his beak in the mouse's neck. <sniffs> warned Paddy Paws. That's my mouse! Let go! And he slapped with his free paw at the bird. Mazuma gave a hoot of rage and slashed at the bobcat with one foot as he raised his wings and sailed away, bearing the bone of contention in his beak. The cat had a red scratch down one ear. That punishing claw had come very near his face, but he also clutched a handful of owl feathers. How much better, pointed out Mother Brown Bear, not to have scrapped over one miserable mouse. Now they're both hurt, and there are a million mice left to catch. Patty Paws ran away into the shadows, perhaps to massage with moistened paw the stinging scratch on his ear. He's feeling real scrappy tonight, laughed Chinook, but he sure is some mouser. End of chapter 6. Recording by Astronomy.